0: Hello, hello, my darling friend. Welcome to Dreamwinder Manor, a playground for conscious artists. Here, we use the power of storytelling to open you to your limitless creativity and to help you design a life experience beyond your wildest dreams. So, if you're ready, come on in, let's play. Hello, my darling conscious artist. Welcome to episode two of the Dreamwinder podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Beamer, and I'm pleased to walk you through today's immersive story, The Heart Gallery. As you may know, I'm an author and an alchemist. As such, this story has been written in a very particular way. First, as I mentioned, it's immersive. That means that it is hypnotic in nature contains both sensual and emotional stimuli and provides a delicious audio experience that will lull you into a deeper knowledge of your beautiful creative consciousness. Second, the story is calibrated to align with the archetype of fame that resides within you. If you'd like to learn more about this, I recommend that you hop into episode one of the podcast and have a listen as it gets into all of the energetic nuts and bolts. I'll leave a link to that episode in the caption. Finally, you are the main character in this tale. When you step into the story and become a patron of the heart gallery, you immediately embody fame. You take on its energy and consciousness and experience yourself and the storyline that takes shape around you as fame. You perceive yourself through the eyes of this inherent archetype and feel yourself through its sensual body. Remember, this archetype is you. Fame cannot be conceived of or even understood without your consciousness of it. Therefore, as you are aware of the fame within yourself, it becomes your conscious experience. This is what consciousness does, after all, it makes you fully aware of what is already alive and well inside of you. The story is merely an opportunity to witness and enjoy how fame moves through you now. A very private and intuitive experience, the only rule is to enter the story with the deepest love and respect for yourself and your glorious inner artist. If you're ready, let's get comfortable. Close your eyes. Take a long, relaxing inhale and hold it at the top. Hold. Then blow out through pursed lips. Again, take a long, deep breath. Hold it. Hold. Now let it out like you're blowing out your birthday candles. One last time. Deep breath in. Hold it at the top. And this time when you release, I want you to sigh it out. And as you do, feel your body melt Into the floor beneath you. All tension slipping away. Your muscles loosen. Your fibers relax. And your organs flow in their purpose peaceful, open, and free. Imagine all the fluids in your body, rich, energized, potent, moving like a gentle stream. So effortless. So easy. You are fully and completely clear. Your body lingers in a state of absolute rest any last remnants of old energy you might have been holding on to drift away you know that you do not need them for this journey you are safe and protected because you are yourself you care for yourself through surrender Non resistance, unconditional love, and universal prosperity. You are cherished, dear child, now and always. Allow your consciousness to drift into this state of deep knowing. It slips around you like a warm blanket made of the silkiest material. It cradles you, your whole self, and eventually you realize that this blanket is the Absolute. Its conscious energy moves through you, around you, infinitely sourcing you, providing wisdom, love, bliss and creativity beyond anything you could possibly imagine. It is the aspect of you that lives within. It cannot be seen, and yet you know it is there. Your perception of it is constant and unyielding. You tune into this part of yourself, noticing how eternal And formless it is, an infinite void that stretches on forever and ever. You notice that here, in this space, you are only aware of yourself, of your conscious existence, nothing more, just you and your awareness, your I am. feeling into this truth, into what it means to be the I am, you simply recognize your awareness and you take a moment to sit with yourself in this way, focusing only on your ability to be aware. Now, as you linger in this space, you slowly become conscious of a tiny pinprick of light far in the distance. It is the teeniest speck, so far away yet closer than you think, for as you focus on it, the light seems to grow, and it is then that you realize you are moving toward it, Or is it moving toward you? Here things seem paradoxical, but you don't mind. Whatever the case, the light is getting closer, expanding as your field of vision narrows in on it. Eventually, your whole environment is shrouded in white light and you dwell in a colorless space, all former blackness forgone, though you can still feel its presence it seems to you that your awareness has simply taken the form of light. It feels wonderful, and you bask in its expression, joy washing through your consciousness like tepid ocean water. It laps against the edges of your mind, warm and welcoming. Blinking you realize that you are now seated in a small white boat with a bright blue sail. The wind pushes the vessel forward, its hull slicing through the azure sea, creating a substantial wake as it builds up speed. Sunlight dances across the watery horizon, and you notice a small island far in the distance. Once again, it is a tiny speck the longer you focus on it the closer it gets until you find your boat sliding along the shoreline carving a groove in the sodden sand without a thought you climb out feet sinking into the watery loam it feels good against your soles, even more so as you move toward the dry area of the shoreline the grainy mineral slides and shifts against your skin warming your lower half in a delightful way. A smile splits your face, and you gaze down each end of the beach. Windswept palm trees and lumpy rocks dot the meandering coastline, giving it life and texture. Gulls sail through the heavens, crying out to one another as they dip and dive, creating a spectacular aerial ballet. The scent of brine thickens the air, and you take a deep breath that travels down to your toes, cleansing your spiritual palate. Turning a circle, you see no other forms of life, but the murmur of conversation and faint music drifts in on the wind, pulling you toward a weather-beaten boardwalk. Its wood is warm and soft, worn smooth from years of traffic. Lined by fibrous seagrass, the walkway winds between dense stems of bamboo. Sunlight filters through the reedy stalks, and every now and then, a gentle breeze pushes them to and fro, their long bodies swaying and creaking. Eventually, the spherical forest gives way to a grove of vibrant plumeria, bordering the edge of a tiny island village. Beautiful blossoms sprinkle the treetops like tiny pink stars, emitting a soft scent that envelops you. The fruit like aroma is so thick, it seems to brush against the planes of your face, your arms, and your legs as you move toward the city center. The township is a unique coastal space with rose colored adobe buildings capped in dark Spanish tile. Hand-painted frescoes and quaint iron-clad courtyards, complete with sputtering fountains, create allure, drawing you forward like a magnet. Up ahead, people gather along the main thoroughfare, where an open-air market is erected. Unrepentant merchants stand in their richly-hued tents, calling out to buyers as they browse, excited to sell them a rare island treasure— as you close the distance, you notice the trinkets they sell are remarkable hand carved driftwood figures, beautiful shell necklaces, and vases blown from sea glass. Is it really you? A deep southern drawl resonates behind you. Turning, you face a tall gentleman with floppy blonde locks and dark indigo eyes. He sports a t-shirt and featuring Dr. Teeth in the electric mayhem of Muppet fame, wild Bermuda shorts, and dingy red Chuck Taylors. His pink lips are pulled into a wide smile, and he lifts a brow, clearly waiting for you to respond. You frown. Are you talking to me? He chuckles. Indeed. Oh. Uh, can you repeat the question? Is it really you? Confusion blooms through you. Is who really me? I don't understand. Without a word, the man takes your hand and pulls you down the main road, ignoring your squawk of protest. Together, you amble past tents and trinkets, a lineup of smoking food trucks and a wide village square with a sprawling oak at its center. Opaque Chinese lanterns and strings of origami hang from the tree's crooked branches. You slow to take a closer look, but your companion is relentless, towing you along like a wayward ship. At the end of the route, he makes a sudden right, sweeping through a pair of double doors into the local art museum. Whisking past the front desk, he waves at the attendant, who nods, then gasps when she catches sight of you. Blinking, you notice patrons and employees staring as the two of you make your way into the belly of the museum. Some whisper to one another in excitement, others simply gape. By the time you reach the main exhibit, your head is spinning. Why are all of these people looking at you? It's as though you are some kind of celebrity. Grunting, you stumble as your companion leads you into a large, domed room with beautiful tile work and smooth adobe walls. Oil paintings hang in odd patterns, some symmetrical, others entirely off balance. You notice that one painting has even been hung upside down. At the end of the space stand 4 Mission-Style Pillars. Beyond them sits a rectangular open-air sculpture garden with pieces ranging from many different periods. You see a few in the high Renaissance style, some Baroque, and several contemporary forms. I was right. It is you. Your comrade points to a large vertical banner suspended in the middle of the room. It says, the heart gallery presents infamy of the soul. Next to the title is a detailed drawing of a person. Your jaw drops as you recognize that the person is you. That's not possible, you whisper. Your friend grins. And yet, here we are. Meeting his dark indigo eyes, you lose yourself for a moment. There is knowing there in his gaze. It bleeds into your consciousness. A gentle whisper that soothes your befuddled mind, encouraging you to let it be, to move forward in certainty, in yourself and in the world you bring into form. A small smile splits your face. Here we are. Would you like to have a look around? Swallowing hard, you nod. He takes your hand squeezing your palm as he leads you to the center of the space. The exhibit has been divided into three parts, each one representing an aspect of you. Gesturing to the various paintings and sculptures, his features light up. There is love, freedom, and devotion. You study the room. The title of the exhibit, infamy of the soul. Tell me about it. Humming, he draws his lower lip into his mouth. Hmm, it would be wise to let you come to that conclusion on your own. With a small yet playful huff, you relent. He chuckles. Why not start with love? I expect it would suit you. Blushing, you look away. Okay. Okay. Taking your hand once more, he guides you to a large mirror with a gilded frame. It stands at least ten feet high. As you step in front of it, your reflection swims into view. Frowning, you glance at your new friend. It's a mirror. He cocks an eyebrow. Is it? You survey the looking glass, studying its brilliant hand-carved surround with deep appreciation. Yes, it's beautiful, but not what I was expecting. Look again, he says, and do so with love. Sighing, you turn back to yourself and gaze at your reflection. Your hand flies up to your mouth as the surface of the mirror begins to ripple, bending the scene depicted within. Slowly it becomes a new image. It is still you. But you, as a child, dropping your hand to your side, you take a moment to study yourself. Your little face, your eyes, your small body, the way you stand, and the expression you carry. You notice unique things about your younger self, how you dress, the wonder in your gaze, and the energy that radiates from you in waves. Smiling, you spin around to point this out to your companion, a gasp tumbling from your lips as you find yourself standing in your childhood home. Turning a circle, you bat your eyes, an odd feeling of disorientation washing over you. How could you possibly be here? Remembering the feeling of surrender you embraced earlier, you decide then and there to go with it. You recognize yourself as a capable and resilient creator who can meet whatever might come your way. Closing your eyes, you pull a deep belly breath and resolve to move through this experience with love. Tenderness. A sense of sweet gentility consider how this will make you more aware of yourself as a child indeed the longer you stand there dwelling in a deep feeling of affection the more childlike and playful you begin to feel you have tapped into a part of yourself that has always been there no barriers exist between you and it not even time can divide you as the two of you are one now and forever That said, your child self calls you to run and play, to hoot and holler, to be as free and as genuine as ever. Heeding the inner signal, you dash through the house, noticing things as you whisk from room to room. While everything seems to be in its place, you realize that your world carries a unique shine. It looks brand new, but not just new. Remade. It's as though you are looking at things through different eyes. Excitement surges through you, fueling your exploration, pushing you to make new discoveries and draw new conclusions about yourself and your life. Moving into your bedroom, you stop cold and have a long look around. Your gaze skims every curve, every angle, and every surface you recognize many items and a shiver of delight runs through your trunk, your limbs, and out the tips of your fingers and toes. You notice certain things hold a distinct magnetism, a more meaningful vibration. You feel it in your bones, a soft thrum of greater appreciation as these particular items seem to represent you in a way that is more real than the others. Looking at them, you know they are an effect of your personal artistry, a consequence of authentic desire, style, and choice. They are love made visible, and turning a full circle, you grin, excited to revisit your secret playplace and all of its extraordinary treasures. You spend so much time here, bringing whole worlds to life. Indeed, all of the things that surround you are a mere extension of your unique imagination and you allow the fullness of your creativity to wash over you spilling into every nook cranny and crevice within you take a moment to linger in the feeling With a deep breath, you turn, pausing as you catch sight of an unfamiliar item, something you never owned as a child. Yet, here it is, stashed amidst all of your other sacred valuables. You frown as part of you wonders where it has come from. Why is it here? And how? How did it get here? Blinking you wonder why any of these questions matter and decide then and there that this is an opportunity to experience something new, something your child self wants you to be aware of, an aspect of your beautiful, loving nature symbolized by this very item. You know in your guts that the how and why aren't important. Love is important, and you take time to study the object handling it with deep affection, allowing it to show you things about yourself, to reveal a new layer of your creative truth, to expose the infamy of your gorgeous soul. The sound of running water draws you out of your reverie, and you glance behind you, listening with rapt attention. Placing the object back where you discovered it, you decide to follow the noise. With a last loving look at your room, you wind your way back through your childhood home, gasping as you reach a door you do not recognize. A large open archway made of stone, the word libertas, is etched into its crown once more you are thrown into a whirlwind of confusion questioning the how and why of the situation this time you remember yourself more quickly mindful that this reality is what you make it glancing again at the latin phrase you murmur it to yourself libertas libertas your eyes grow wide liberty Your companion mentioned that one section of the exhibit is titled Freedom. This room is clearly the next segment of the show. The sound of flowing water still echoes within, calling you forward, igniting a fire in your belly. With a breath of courage, you bid your homestead adieu and step through the opening. Your jaw drops as you find yourself in a round room with thickly painted walls behind you the archway has disappeared and you stand awed by a massive woodland mural that surrounds you the sound of water has become almost deafening and you gape at a tremendous flume nestled between lacquered rocks and trees at the other end of the space a fresh mineral scent curdles the air and cold mist sprays across your exposed skin you look down fingering a smattering of gray-blue droplets that shimmer against your complexion. Is this paint? Gazing at the oil waterfall, you bat your eyes as it seems to move, flowing in rivulets of blue and white, of yellow and gray. Puffs of ivory and green fog the obsidian pool at its base, which ripples and swells, an unseen sky reflected in its inky waters enchanted you move forward without a thought your heart galvanizing the closer you get to the waterfall its painted surface becomes more and more alive until you stand before it arms raised in tribute as water real water pours from the summit above its wild rhythm trembling through every fiber of your being charging every cell every vessel, every tissue, every physical and non-physical aspect of you. It's as though you are the water, flowing freely, your endless source supplying every ripple, swish, wave, and stream. You collect in an earthen chalice, settling into deep peace and knowingness, settling into yourself. You linger there for an indefinite period. Images and sensations coming, going. Some are quick and fleeting, while others are sustained and defined. You allow them all to manifest, mindful that this stream is a ripe and fertile swell, moving like an infinite wave in the depths of you. These visions, these potential realities are yours to celebrate, and you do, dancing wildly at the base of the falls, head thrown back, eyes lifted to the sky. Sunshine spills down upon you, and a group of fluffy clouds float by. You notice their different shapes, each taking form in a way that inspires, that reminds you of yourself and the things that you love, of your dreams, your desires, your epic fantasies, all things that speak of your infamous soul. Spreading your arms, you go limp, falling back into a bed of spongy moss and taking time to observe yourself in absolute gratitude. You bat your eyes open, suddenly aware of the murmur of conversation. It echoes around you, soft and rhythmic, creating a gentle atmosphere that cradles your body, mind, and heart. Glancing about, you realize that you're opposed on a marble plinth, smack dab in the middle of the open-air sculpture garden you spied earlier in the day. More than that, you are completely nude and people of all walks stand beneath you, their eyes upturned, admiring your shape and form. Startled, you move to cover yourself, but the fascination in their gaze stops you. Swallowing hard, you turn your head, shocked to discover an identical look of utter devotion etched on every face. It is overwhelming yet emboldening. Never before have you felt so alive, so visible, so real. There is nowhere to run, no place to escape to. There is just you and a devoted world, you and your own reflection. Indeed, you see your image mirrored in the eyes around you, the naturalness of your beauty so obvious so effortless that it shocks you to your core. Can it really be this simple, you murmur quietly. Is it really this easy to know myself so completely that I am? I am love. I am freedom. I am devotion. I am all things, all the beautiful things I have come to realize And remember. Looking past the crowd, you gaze at the other sculptures positioned around the courtyard, and it's as if you are coming home. Each one is a memory, a reminder of who you are, of who you have always been a glorious artist, a source of breath and life, a brilliant lantern blazing in the deep thicket of consciousness. Staring down at your feet, your toes and the curve of your ankles, you grin. This is what I am famous for. Dropping your arms to your sides, you pull a deep breath and stand in your revelation. The love, freedom and devotion within you emanates. Pulses beats through every cell, vessel, tissue and fiber. It is a wonderful feeling, and you are grateful, truly grateful, for your existence. With this final realization, you close your eyes, basking in the flavor and essence of you. All right, my darling friend, this brings us to the conclusion of today's immersive story. I call you to gently come back to yourself and remember that the revelations made in these stories are not separate from you. Rather, they're alive in you. They are 100% manifested, so enjoy their conscious inclusion in your current experience of life. Just a reminder that the expansion episode for this story will drop in a couple of weeks, and I fucking love it it is so much fun (laughs) also be sure to comment and subscribe I'd love to hear what you experienced in the story these tales are only alive and kicking because of you my listeners you give them life breath and all the freaky realness just like life and there's really no difference between the two since technically this is life we're in it as we speak Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> so thank you for being here and injecting my immersive tale with your wondrous brand of juju. I'm sure you revealed and experienced a pretty amazing world because we both know that you are a damn fine artist. Thanks for hanging with me here at the Dreamwinder podcast. I hope you had fun and look forward to seeing you again very soon. Be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when that next episode drops also. Follow me on Substack to get behind the scenes sneak peeks of upcoming episodes and my current creative projects. You'll find the link to my publication Dreamwinder Manor in the caption, along with my Instagram, if you'd like to follow me on social too.